0: nerd power it's the falcon paladin hour a podcast by falcon paladin and somacron falcon hates puns and thinks that they're
1: I pushed my button 25 seconds ago exactly whenever I said five seconds. 25 good, thank seconds. Thank you.
2: Yeah. And I pushed my button three minutes and 18 seconds ago. So uh-huh. it's going to be yeah. good.
1: Yep. There's a bunch of button yep. pushers. <laughs> button button push. How is that hard to say? Button pushers. Button pushers.
2: Button pushers. Really difficult, <laughs> in fact.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: So Super difficult. Yeah, we're recording this podcast when they announced the new co-op commander, Stedman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, I don't play co-op at all, so it's, like, cool, I guess. That's fun. I guess that's what they were teasing on Twitter a couple of days ago, so mm-hmm. fine. Have they done that for other co-op commanders? Do they tease that? Yep. Or is this, like, the first time they decided to do it? Uh, oh, okay. I've seen, I've seen it before. Yeah. So, they they, they right. pretty much yeah, have a
1: process it. now. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I mean, they do have a
0: serious problem where they need to release two co-op commanders at once because everyone wants to play the new one, and the, the model is you can play it up to level five for free. So everyone has access to the new guy. Everyone wants to play the new guy, but because you can't match two of the same commanders, nobody can find a match for twenty five minutes. Mm-hmm. And the queue time is but, insane. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're trying and to so level they up they should just
1: release two at if once. If you're trying to level up like your other it, guy, it's a perfect time to play.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. But I I've maxed with everyone except for the new guy. So there's but I can't find a game for the new guy <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know, I think uh, most of the serious co-op Commander players are in your shoes Like they've maxed out everything, they're bored With everything, they want to play the new toy mm-hmm. And they release mm-hmm. them frequently enough They could just space them out A little bit more and have two at the same time So at least you're having New guy versus new guy for a while
0: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah I'll talk to my contacts at happen. Blizzard and see if I can <laughs> <it happen. laughs>
1: Hey, I actually i've met i've met the guy who is in charge of um all the ba- co op balance.
2: Ooh, that sounds like
1: an incredibly hard job. It, I, I think it like there it's it's oddly enough, I I've seen some Reddit posts and Reddit threads where people are just super into co op, and they get really upset whenever one co op commander has like is like more yeah. op than another.
2: No, I know. It bleeds over just to regular the StarCraft subreddit. People talk about co-op as something's really stupid broken. They hear about it, too. Yeah,
1: it, which is kind of weird because, like, who... I mean, like, I, I this, is so, this is so rude. But who cares? You know, like, I mean, if it's broken,
2: <laughs> I
1: get it. But, like, you're playing, like, you know, like, how do you get upset? So it's like, man, I hate it whenever I play with Stukov because it's just like he's just killing all the mobs. And I'm like, yeah, it's co-op. Like, shouldn't you be happy that your teammate's doing something?
0: people want a challenge yeah right? that's true if the if the challenge is ultimately taken away from them they don't get the gratifying experience of pretending to be good at stock
1: right that's why i play zerg
0: <laughs> yeah but yeah <laughs> 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 Sorry, I, had to,
1: <laughs> I had to throw that out there um protoss just got too easy so i was like uh Terran, Terran was a joke so i had to go and start playing zerg <laughs>
2: <laughs> Entirely fair. I am on board with that. That's why I've played Zerg since 1998 because they've been overpowered since then. Yeah. Well, hey, they they were back then. As soon as Lurkers released, though,
1: my god, my god,
2: Lurkers were good. Lurkers are still pretty good.
1: Like I had to learn how. Like I think it's. I still think Brood War is so obnoxious when it comes to balance. Like, and maybe not at, obviously not at the highest highest tier, but like, as a new player coming in and you're going against Zerg who has like. Relatively quick, you know. You need detection for these units, units. Versus, and they have like their own. They start off with a detection, a detecting unit, like versus Protoss, who has to go up like a five-tier tree to get an observer out. It's just obno- it's obnoxiously different, you know. Yeah totally is. Um, but, again, I mean, you are you know way more of Upward War than me. But that's just my memory. And playing it recently, I was like, cool, I'm going to DT rush this dude. And he's like, oh, why would you do that against Zerg? And I was like, oh, you literally that's a have... a point. You literally <laughs> can't... You can see everything right out the gate. Cool. Way to go, See, but that's why
2: there. you open Corsairs. You just go Stargate opening, you pump out Corsairs, right. you kill all their overlords, and then you bring the DTs in.
1: Right, and that's what I learned. And they also work yeah. amazing against Mutalisks Like it's just Oh, they destroy mutas. And yep. so then I then I go charge lot DT or well leg DT. Leg mm-hmm. lot. Is that what
2: they're called? Leg <laughs> lots? Uh speed lots? I don't know. Yeah, speed lots are good. Something like that. Yeah, very good But I mean, as you said The game, both StarCraft 1 and StarCraft 2 Are balanced for the highest levels Like us lobbies They're never going to care about what we think about the balance Zerg could be winning 80% of the games In like the lowest tier of Bird War And Blizzard would be like, eh, figure it out Right I think so yeah. Anyway, have we ever seen that? Have ever seen the balance be that bad For the win-loss ratio for any particular race?
1: Uh hmm. I think Not like, that, for I mean, like never that bad A minute PVT was absolutely just beyond broken, um, mm-hmm. where it was like literally people. It, it was it was fixed rel- relatively quickly. Um, uh, like whenever they took away the mothership core at first, it was just PVT was just stupid broken
2: because they. S- oh oh, and and there was the time the five Axe reaper was unstoppable oh, for Zerg. Yeah, like they could not do anything about it, and that got patched real fast. Yeah. So yeah, I guess there are times that been super crazy imbalanced, but that's been at the highest levels. Like I'm talking about. Is there a time where it's been balanced at the GM, you know, pro level, but for some reason, everybody in Diamond is just dying the same thing over and over again? Uh,
1: rushing Battlecruisers and um, <laughs> shield battery, the Shield Battery Cannon Rush.
2: I would love to see the numbers for Battlecruiser Rush versus Zerg at, like, Diamond 3. God,
1: I know that I've beaten it once, you know, like,
2: still. It's hard. But- Summer Caner and I die to that a lot when we play Archon. It's Modes. just
1: dumb i I don't want to say it's broken but it isn't because obviously people know how to beat it and quite quite handedly cyril seemed to not really struggle against it that much um oh he's just the best player on planet earth but yeah he doesn't
2: struggle
0: yeah he doesn't exactly fall within the bell curve for what does people struggle with
1: but but that's what whenever balance is created that these are the people they're looking at it's not made for us it's made for them
2: but even i was watching some gsl and ragnarok handled the battle cruiser rush from ty really easily and mm-hmm. just won the game so yeah, I mean, if that's happening, Ragnarok could be Ty in that situation. Then obviously, it's not so overpowered. The pros are struggling with. Yeah, but with
1: I it. mean, like their logic is that they're like, oh, it's so stupid easy. All you have to do is make sure that you already have an infestation pit by the time Pops have neural parasite researching. At least by the time the first battle series comes out, get started on your uh, get started on your spore farm, so you can just neural parasite them and warp them into the spore crawler farm. That's so easy. You guys are so dumb. You know, like that's no, yeah, that? That's not how you handle it at all. <laughs> that's that's you know, almost it's exactly queens. what Cyril
2: did. Well, okay, yeah. he's insane, but all Ragnarok had to do was have like five or six queens out when the first battle cruiser shows up, and that's enough. Five or six queens will chase the battle cruiser away. You got to pull drones. So you're not succeeding. Roasted the whole time. Yeah. Have a couple spores, but, and then from there you're pretty much okay. Yeah, but hard to do. It's hard to have that many queens out at that time in the game. I totally understand that. But yeah. seriously, Cyril had Neural Parasite out when the first Battle Cruiser showed no, up. No, 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 not by the time the
1: first one did. I'm, I'm exaggerating. Oh, I'm, just, I'm talking. Okay, okay. I, I'm, <laughs> I
2: was like, it's insane. I'm like, I'm,
1: I'm. <laughs> It was it was pretending that I was a professional player rolling their eyes at it. It's like all you have to do huh. is like this absurd <laughs> line of things that you have to anticipate and predict and like man I have researched neural parasite never on ladder. You know? <laughs> The only time I ever have infestors is because I you know how like you always have that accidental swarm host or that accidental infester in your army if you're macroing and it is in panic mode. I have one of those and people people will watch my replays and they're like, "Oh shit, he's getting infestors." And I'm like, "Am I? Oh, I guess I, <laughs> I did build an infestor. That guy got f 2 would into the army, <laughs> you know. <laughs>
2: Yeah. It's mm um, used to be really good. Back when fungal rooted oh, super yeah. good. Broke it. But ever since they threw that nerf at it where it's a projectile and you can miss with it and it only slows stuff. Yeah. infesters are not as necessary to learn anymore and uh I sh- probably should still learn them. I think I'm in the oh. same boat as you, but eh.
1: Yeah, they're still fungals are especially playing against bio, they're they're yeah. extremely necessary if you want to have a really good game. Um, but I just you know or, or even against mutas and stuff you can land a fungal on a cloud of mutas oh and then you come in and blind or then get the uh not blinding cloud the other viper move this what the, the...
2: parasitic bomb
1: yeah that's the one so I, i'm observing i mean um <laughs> you do that one uh like that's that's just that's so sexy when people do that
2: yeah parasitic bombs really good against especially stuff that stacks like void rays if they're stacked up mm-hmm. or phoenix if they're stacked up pretty fantastic carriers they're pretty good against carriers yeah,
1: uh, is it? people prefer. Persuasive kind
2: of tickles them.
1: Yeah, well, it's good for the interceptors. Um,
2: oh yeah, okay.
1: But so, but it's better to just yoink one at a time, you know, or like one or two out, and then have your corruptors kill them at a distance. Like that's that's really you would save your energy for that, I think.
2: Yeah, agree. Take it from us, professionals, anyway, folks. Nobody clicked on this to hear Starcraft. They want to hear Game of Thrones. Yeah,
1: yeah I'm I'm excited.
2: Actually I'm just kidding A lot of people listened to this for Starcraft So (laughs) But what we're going to do first here is Number one, Somicron, did you watch the episode? I have Oh no, you ruined our game We were going to (laughs) play the game where you just like glimpse plot points from Twitter And try to figure out what happened Aww Alright, well For once, you watched an episode as it aired So I guess it was the last one
0: (laughs) No, not as it aired, uh, after I glimpsed everything from Twitter, I then watched the episode <laughs> Because it didn't come out for like a day or two later <laughs>
2: Oh! So, hmm And it's still the only spoiled, episode
0: then. I've seen in the last three seasons so. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> seriously
2: That's funny Alright, well, hmm, well there goes that game Anyway, hmm. I guess we'll talk about stuff Overall, um having watched your first episode in years, how did you feel the series finale went, Somicron?
0: Out of context, it actually is pretty good. Okay. Right? Because when you're just like, Okay, I've been told what's happened. like I've I've kind of like caught glimpses of everything that's happened and it's like, Oh, Danny's burning the city everything feels pretty good. There's like two or three things that it's like whatever. Um but I imagine, with the full context of everything that's been going on, people are not happy, and I can understand that.
2: So I'm curious. Uh, what things did you see that you didn't? You felt like you didn't have the context for. You're like, why is this going on? What is this?
0: No, not that it uh, like it didn't make sense. Oh. Uh, just like I didn't care about it, or it seemed silly. Like Arya wanting to go to the west of Westeros. It's like, why does she want to explore? I get she's up for adventure, but. Why discovering new lands
2: Well cause there was this One time back in like season 3 Where she was talking with Melisander And she was like I want to see the world and that was it Like they um, have not not talked about it Once ever since she's all been about Revenge and things but I guess now that she's not about Revenge anymore it's just going to be uh, Christopher Columbus Arya Moving <laughs> right. out to but discover her, the new world Arya the explorer but her
0: Literally sees everything Like, Yeah I, I, Why not just ask him hey what's west of Westeros well,
2: like it's Essos, <laughs> because having the omniscient character in your show breaks your show. So he can't actually be functionally omniscient. So he's
1: not fully omniscient, though. He eh?
2: he he. His power comes from the weirwood
1: trees. So that's so. If there are weirwood trees west of Westeros, he would be able to go and see the history and everything that's happened in the general vicinity of a, of a weirwood he can see it mm. or if he can you know just warg into an animal and fly all that distance which i don't think a seagull or anything like that can travel that far um i, I guess it's possible but i don't know uh assuming it's it's actually there they're t- if this takes place in europe which is what it's all based off of um and they fly over to america i don't know if a bird can actually make that journey maybe they can that'd be a long Depends time on the bird
2: i suppose that'd be a
1: long time for a king to just be whiteballing it you know or white eyeing, yeah. it white-eyeballing it that's white eyeballing it that's, uh, white eyeballing whiteballing balling it. It right. really really inappropriate
2: so hang on he had a vision of the dragon flying over king's landing back a couple seasons ago does that mean there are weirwood trees in king's landing yep.
1: there's there's yeah. a, every major city in Westeros has a um uh, what's it called
2: A... Um, gods grove yeah yeah it yeah because that's
1: that's where sansa went and that's where her uh f- what was the, the the knight guy that was like the drunken knight who came to save her that's where they would meet because it was the only place she could be alone because people didn't care that she went there and nobody went there because everybody nobody worships the old gods so she went there and it was like a, excusable because even though she actually worshiped the seven her father worshiped the old gods so people were like it did it didn't make it nobody thought it was weird that she would go there um, so that's where she went and did her scheming, was was in the mm. godswood.
0: Okay, here's the thing: How come Bran can see the future? Then he can't, but he, he knew can... he he knew he was going to be king. He's like, why do you think I came all this way?
2: Um, he had the vision of the dragon flying over King's Landing. He yeah, can absolutely see something of the future. I, I
0: guess I I feel like this was addressed in one
1: of the episodes, and I'm probably wrong, and somebody can somebody can at me later in Discord or something. But I feel like he it was one of the same the same kind of thing as um what's her name seeing the shit in the fire uh uh melisande is that her name melisandra yeah Uh, yeah, melisandra melisande is is the is the um she was gray worm side chick or whatever for right hand right hand lady um but but i feel like it's very similar it's like yeah we get these images and and it's not necessarily the the future but it's it's like i don't know premonition this sort of sense so maybe he can I don't. I don't remember him seeing anything in the future, though. We just gave you examples, right? But I, I don't. I just don't remember that.
2: <laughs> I mean, there's not a lot of. It. He doesn't do a lot. Okay, let's be. Let's be real. Ever since became the three eyed raven, he has not done very much by way of prophecy or helping people out or us seeing what, like he's seeing. He just kind of sits in a chair and is cryptic all the time. Which, is mostly, why I'm upset that he's the king is because he honestly sucks. He's like my by far the worst character on the show as it ended.
1: Yeah, he was I think he was
2: the most underutilized for sure. Um Well, it's again, it's because if you have somebody who has access to all this knowledge, it's hard to make them relatable and not just be turning to a giant like encyclopedia. And I get that, but I guess they tried to mitigate it by having him do almost nothing. What I mean, I'm serious. What did he do for anybody to help them in any way that we saw? I guess the last thing I could think of is he gave the Valyrian steel dagger to Arya before the Battle of Winterfell, which she used to kill the Night King, which could be possibly construed as he knew that she would need it to kill the Night King and helped it along.
1: Yeah.
2: But he, ever um, since then, he could it's been also like he arguably, some birds. you know, oh
1: my God, what if and this is a stupid theory, but I, it kind of makes it more interesting. Bran isn't necessarily a good guy he actually knew that telling John that he was a Targaryen would set Danny into that jealous rage. Um, and cause I mean, that's totally what really set her off was knowing that John was a Targaryen and that yes, whole thing that, that I mean, had that absolutely was claim. The tipping point. And so he's a, the really Bran's the one who pushed her to the edge because like, even though Sam is the one who told him brands, the one who really confirmed it, I think. Right. Um, but I,
2: or did they tell him together? I don't remember. Um, no. Remember, Bran sent Sam to tell John. Mm. But <laughs> it was brand still, was like the brand, brand was like... an ADA compliant and I can't get down those stairs. Right. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, that's what it was. He's like, I've been up here waiting for you to wander by so I can tell you to go into the crypts and talk to John about it because I can't get down there because I'm in a wheelchair.
1: Yeah. And he doesn't have a Hodor anymore.
2: No. But what if Hodor. he
1: had a premonition that he knew that the only way Danny would not become the queen is if John killed her, and the only way John would ever kill her is if she did something like kill an entire city of people.
2: Yeah. No, this is definitely a theory that I've seen, is that Bran just basically set it up to where he was the king. Everything that happened happened so that he would be in charge of Westeros. hmm. And that, all the people in King's Landing had to die. All the people at Winterfell had to die. Danny had to get assassinated, and he set all of those things in motion to bring it to the point where he is in charge because he's evil. So yeah, that, I've seen that theory. A that couple makes times. it no. kind of
1: cooler, in my opinion.
2: It is cooler. I wish they would give it to us. Give us anything no, they, about they what shouldn't. motivates Bran. This makes okay. it better
1: for us to, to piece it. That means it was. I mean, as bad of writing as I, as the dialogue was, the plot itself was good. Um eh. the plot was if they uh, stretched it out over two more seasons, it would have been great.
2: Yes, but Benny F. and Weiss had no interest in doing that. They're like oh, six episodes, two seasons good enough. Yeah, my god, what a bunch of douchebags. Good. I kinda hate those guys. Uh but no, but seriously, if mm-hmm. so Brand goes from I don't really want anything and saying stuff like I'm not Stock, I'm the three eyed Raven. To like, yeah, I'm Bran and I want to be king Awesome, let's do this It makes no sense at all Unless he's been playing the long con Chaos is a wheelchair ramp, what can you say? And if he's playing the long con Can he like wink at the camera as we end the series? Like, hey guys, I got it But isn't
1: that what him saying? Like, why do you think I traveled all this way? Like, isn't that what that was?
0: (sighs) Uh, He he at the end still says he doesn't want to be king But maybe he's because he can see the future or some shit he knows that it's necessary For, like, the good of Westeros or something Like, I don't know <sighs> Like like I said, I, I haven't seen, like, the last couple seasons So I don't I know, know if being the Three-Eyed Raven Is an inherently good position or bad position I don't know where it falls on an alignment chart <sighs> But,
2: well, you know I don't know, I mean uh, Even after
0: a- he's been appointed king And he's, like, naming his hand And Tyrion's like, I don't want it And he's like, well, I don't want to be king
2: Yeah I mean the previous Three-Eyed Raven Lived in a tree North of the wall For years and years and years and years And like, as far as I can tell Nobody knew he actually really existed Never helped anybody with anything uh, Apparently what he's capable of doing This is theorized I don't think he ever came out and said this But he's able to work back in time And make sure that events that happen Happen the way they're supposed to So that the timeline stays pure And stays where it's supposed to go and that there were forces actively trying to change that I don't know uh, They never got there Basically all of the magic in the show Disappeared once they ran out of books Benioff and Weiss were like We're not comfortable with the magic It doesn't matter anymore And it went away But there's all these little dangling threads Of time travel and warging and stuff That just we never saw again
0: Hmm oh. Or whatever it was that the Night King was trying to talk to Like leaving messages for And like spiraling body parts that set on fire Yeah that stuff like nah. There's
2: little indications that magic kind of exists But not really Like there's a whole prophecy of Azor High. Like Melisandra Basically lived her entire life believing In the prince that was promised Azor High would come and save everybody But like the series is over and nobody really fits that prophecy And maybe it didn't matter
1: Um, And that could also kind of be The Super Game of Thrones where they're like Hey we're working towards a story arc And all of a sudden huh, oh, they're dead um, but how I mean, that still could fit John. That could technically still kind of fit Danny in a lot of ways. Um
2: because what how what does was, it fit John?
1: Well, I mean, I, I haven't I haven't done the math for it yet, but I think I've I've seen some debates on how it still does. I mean he's still he well, he was
2: never a king, he was technically still a prince. Right? Right. Well, yes. Nobody crowned him king. Yeah. No. Well, he was king of the north for like 15 minutes. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. No, that's there true. There was he that. Was, they yeah, crowned him right. king of the north. He went south and pledged his fealty to Danny and lost it. So <clears throat> But I don't know. I mean, it's just the prince who was promised, the legend goes that he sought out a way to destroy uh, the Night King or, like, destroy the enemy. And he traveled and traveled with a bunch of partners and stuff. And everybody died. And his dog died. And his sword broke. And then at the end of it, he had to, like, kill his wife. And the sword that he plunged into her and pulled out was on fire And then he was able to defeat the great evil So I mean, none of this I don't know, Jon didn't defeat any great evil He almost got eaten by a dragon Right And Danny didn't either Like, it was Arya Arya took down the Night King So I guess she's the princess who was promised But, like, it never comes up Nobody ever talks about it again Even though Asandra never talked about it You said his dog died?
0: Didn't Arya's direwolf die?
2: No, is alive Numeria and Ghost are the only two that are still alive yeah. is out uh, running around in the Riverlands Doing absolutely jack all Just like Arya <laughs> Yeah, just like Arya I mean, I just saw a big list of like These are the huge themes that were introduced in Game of Thrones And meant absolutely nothing when all was said and done Like the mm. pilot is Here are these direwolves They're incredibly important to you Stark kids And most of them die without accomplishing anything Yeah, and, well That happens a lot to people I know But it's just I don't know I mean yes Maybe as you say And as Duddles says Maybe that's the Game of Thrones story As we set things up And then they don't do anything But I kind of feel like That's just crap storytelling It's a story It isn't real life It's supposed to have Some kind of significance In some of the stuff that you do But Maybe not
0: Maybe that's what makes it the most realistic story of them all It's like real life and where some things just don't matter
2: It's just utter disappointment, the novelization (laughs) Yeah, why not? (laughs) Maybe, maybe (laughs) so I mean, I was honestly rooting for a Nihilist ending Where the Night King just wins and everybody dies And it's just winter for all eternity in Westeros I'd be Mm -hmm. more okay with that than like All the stuff you were counting on meaning anything Just doesn't mean anything but I guess mm. that's even more nihilist than my interpretation of what that would be.
0: I did see a tinfoil hat explanation where it's because the writers have been hired by Disney. Disney gave them a little signing bonus to uh, ruin the last season so that people would go into those Disney movies with low expectations, which would make them seem better than they are later. <laughs> so that is that's beyond tinfoil hat, right? <laughs>
2: Yeah, I also like the other theory That Martin has the books written And he just waited until the series Bombed out without his help So that people would be like Oh my gosh, there's books, they have to be better than the show And he just sells 8 billion copies of them Yeah I like that one, but there's no way that one's true Like I heard that one and I was like There is a 0% chance Martin has these books written And he's been holding on to them for like 6 years There's no way mm. And it's true, he didn't release anything Still hasn't. I mean, give him a minute <laughs>
0: It's been like yeah, a I'll, couple days. It's been like two days.
2: Give a do, minute. do we need to make a bet on this? There is no way he releases a book in 2019. Zero. No. no not at all. There's None. no way. Because <laughs> endings are hard. Um, so here's he, the thing.
1: Well, but he's, this isn't even the last book. This is like no, season, I'm is like season five that he'd be coming out with, you know?
2: It's, uh yeah. I think it's two. I think he had two books to go, and we're still waiting for the second to last.
1: Yeah, maybe two or three yeah. I thought he had. Th- I thought it was gonna be eight books total, and he's no, only come out with five.
2: I don't know. Song of Ice and Fire to the internet. All I know is that uh, it was supposed podcast. to come
0: out in 2015. Every time someone says a Song of Ice and Fire, I think of Todoroki.
2: Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Should be about yeah. him. He'd be more, he'd be a pretty interesting story.
0: There are two more books forthcoming, according to Wikipedia: The Winds yeah. of Winter and a S- Dream of Spring.
2: So, books six and bu- book seven are Yarr- upcoming. Book 5 was released, A Dance with Dragons, back in 2011 Holy cannoli Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So here's the problem He initially was pitching this story to television networks And saying, I want to put this story on TV And everybody was like, it's too big, it's too sprawly There's too many characters, there's too much to keep track of This is too big for TV So he's like, you know where it's not too big? Books I don't have to have a production budget at all I'm going to write books here and then it gets adapted to the television And it's like too big to adequately Cover and resolve And it might be even too big for him to Cover and resolve within the books so... Right I,
1: I read an article uh, about Just about Amazing. writing in general And it was, it was kind of addressing the complaints about the writing Of this season and it's like here is why It's like a very objective look at it Like hey I'm not saying it was good or bad I'm just saying why it's different Um because the way that George R. R. Martin writes is very soci- sociological, very psychological as well. He does not actually have a plan of how these things are ending. He takes a story, he builds he builds just, he just does character development, you know and then he, yeah. he's, like, he's like playing D&D with these fuckers and he puts them in he situations is. and then he puts himself in every single individual's shoes and thinks what would I do in this situation and writes from there yep. and that's why it's, it's phenomenal storytelling the issue is this keeps on adding these little you know side quests I guess is the best way to call it just constant side questing and it gets this gigantic spider web and it gets out of control and he has so much trouble maintaining it he had to rewrite Dance of Dragons like uh, Dance of Dragons and the one before it, like Clash of Kings, I think. Is that, or is that the second one? I don't know. Whatever. The fourth no. and fifth book, he had to rewrite like four or five times. There's supposed to just be one book. And it was supposed to happen five years after the third book, but he couldn't. The continuity just didn't work. It just, there were so many things that he, he thought it would be cool if he left unsaid, but he had, he just had to tie these pieces together. He couldn't do it. Um, and so that's why those yep. books took so long to release, is because he had to rewrite them like four or five times.
2: Um, Mm. Yeah he's got a dude who just keeps track of lore continuity for him His job is to be like where is this person currently in the story What have they done How will this be affected If this other person does this thing That's awesome and even with that it's so hard Because you're right it just adds complexity right. upon complexity and, over and over again And that's
1: how this, the, the writers for the show took it as well Because they were trying to imitate the book And so a lot of people are saying Oh it's because he, they don't have the George R material anymore no but he was still a consultant he still i mean he didn't write it but i guarantee you it he signed off on that a lot of the stuff but the reason it changed is because after season six ended they said okay we need to like this is getting out of control we're never going there's no end in sight we need to end it so i'm giving you guys you know what 14 more episodes make it happen and so they split that uh, in two seasons. And so that's whenever they started writing, instead of writing just letting the characters live their lives and writing it that way, <laughs> they started writing toward an objective. And so it was just an obvious major shift in, in, in like the way the show felt. And and, yes. God, and also I sent something in, in here, the fucking Daenerys thing where she with the, the wings behind her. Wings. How stupid was that?
2: I'm so, so very on the nose. Oh, my Incredibly God. Incredibly on the nose. And, I, and
1: what's so weird on the internet, I'm seeing, like, I see these bloggers who are, like, really criticizing. They're like, the one thing I really liked was the symbol of on Whenever Danny had the wings come out behind her. I was like, that was the most cliche, campy, cheesy bullshit I've seen in my entire life. That was just, like, both my wife and I were watching it, and we just went, ah. <laughs> it was just, and we were really, and it was a great episode of So Far. I was like, oh, yeah, this is, this is gritty. This is dark. Arc. I I am into it. This is a total like I'm I'm trying to be open-minded here and I'm not just trying to look for negativity like literally everybody else who watched season 8. I was trying to enjoy the damn show. Then they threw that at me and I was like, "Come on. <laughs> God, that's so <laughs> lame." Uh, um, somebody's getting that tattooed on them too, you know what? You know they're going to get the wings. They're like, <laughs> "I want Drogon's
2: <laughs> wings." Well, yes, because there are eight billion people in the world, and somebody has everything tattooed on their bodies somewhere somehow somewhere I want to meet it's like rule thirty four for tattoos I want to meet the guy if who it exists who there's the a the tattoo on it. tattooed on him
0: yeah, yeah, I've actually got that oh, nice there you go <laughs> this is what i'm this is what I'm
1: talking about just, just right on it's like it's 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 who the hell is on my left calf then is duddles is on my right calf
2: <laughs> I buy it <laughs> Anyway, I don't know So here's what I heard though Here's what I heard Is that yes, Martin is very much a Put your characters in situations And they do what they do Because they're living, breathing characters And then we just follow it from there But it gets so hard to do The more complex the story goes Mm -hmm. But then it just kind of felt like The Benioff and Weiss guys They had plot points They had to get to and so they didn't have the ability to be like This is what this character would do in this situation I have to get them to this plot point I'm not entirely sure how And that's why characters do stuff that doesn't make any sense is because they're working towards plot points They're not working towards following the characters To the logical conclusion of the situations that they're in and that was the problem, right? It's like, really? Daenerys just chose to burn King's Landing? Was there a plot point that she had to burn King's Landing? And you didn't know how to get her character to the point where she would do that, and that's why it feels weird? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. There's just, there's too much. They had all this time wherein they could make Daenerys be suddenly down with murdering women and children, and they never got there. There are steps you have to take. And uh, sure, maybe she just went nuts. and Maybe she lost her mind coincidentally at this moment where she has a dragon hovering over King's Landing. And now she's down with the wholesale murder of children, but I don't—I never saw her get there in a logical manner. If you just want to say she went crazy, fine, she's crazy, but that's lazy storytelling, I think.
0: I think you're not know, taking into account that she's a generate like she's a product of two generations of incest, and it's a lower threshold for crazy at that level.
2: Yeah, no, that's fine. And if you want to say it's her blood <laughs> manifesting and her Targaryen spirit that's finally like burned them all, okay, great. But it doesn't make any logical sense. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Like her dad. Her dad didn't get to burn them all until he was like seventy-eight. That's all. No, no. Uh,
0: I I watched a like a Targaryen house history video the other day. Uh, her dad died at like the age of forty. He just looked way older. <laughs> Aegon, really? Well, yeah, yeah but it, yeah so apparently. in the
1: books, they whenever they say it's like this is an old man. He has like white hair. He's at the end of his days. He's like forty-two. You know, like they, that's old as shit. Because <laughs> I mean, like think of this is the Dark Ages. It rules <laughs> like this right before the Renaissance, right? Is is around yeah. when this stuff is based? The, he he was old as shit as
2: forty-two. He was a king. He was born a king. He did not live his life shoveling crap out of the stalls. No, but he sat on He had age- every level of pampering that anyone has ever had. But the
1: guy was was like he had like mental disorders. He was he was like a like schizophrenic, paranoia whatever, I don't know, paranoid schizophrenic.
0: Yeah, he spent a year in a prison cell after like some nearby city like yeah, was mad at King's Landing. Right? He he came out of that rough. He refused to like see anyone no one was allowed near him with blades except for mm-hmm. his guards, so his hair never got cut and his nails never did either yes. the dude you know he, he basically shrugged off the pampering at some point
1: <laughs> yeah and, and also i mean the Tar- targaryens weren't necessarily known for being very pampering people um mm. yeah but yeah he that's a good point i mean he was he was definitely imprisoned um by the i actually what's weird is that the, that the florian the, the the drunk knight who saved sansa and then got uh, killed by a little finger. that he was actually' that his family, although he was a distant, he was um rel- related to, but it like what he wasn't part of the main line. that I guess if people say like the lowborn side of the family. he was part of the lowborn side. But it was his family name is so the people who owned the town or ran that were the lords of the town that actually like led that rebellion and captured mm-hmm. the king. and then Sammy or Sami, uh, Barristan came and rescued him and that was like his first major noble like that's what made him so legendary it, it,
0: it was salmi mm-hmm. and uh, tywin because after because tywin after a year or something was basically like about to lead the charge into just like we're just gonna overthrow the city and yeah. get the king and out, S- Even though salmi
1: was like no i can save him without destroying
0: the city right yeah I, I i can sneak in and get him out but then the mad king found out that tywin was going to uh invade the city which like, the first thing they normally do when a city gets invaded is kill the prisoners, mm-hmm. right? As, like, a final fuck you. And that that just, like, boosted his paranoia because Ty- he was always, like, mad jealous and angry at Tywin for being, like, his hand of the king. And, like, oh, everyone loves him but hates me. And then the king would always just do the opposite of what Tywin wanted. It's like, oh, you were going to put my life in danger, you prick. And that's... I think it was... That was why... Or one of the reasons... He ended up naming Jamie as uh, the Kingsguard Was to like screw Tywin And knowing that his favorite son Would never get to take land And be a lord of Casterly Rock
2: And have kids and keep the uh, the line going Yeah Yeah Yeah. Hmm. Alright fine So maybe he wasn't an 80 Anyway the point is Daenerys is young uh, For her to just he... be like Break insane at however How old do you think she is? Like 22? Maybe Yeah Yeah Just stupid That's all
0: it's all 10. uh Here is okay. I have the birth dates and death dates. Twenty forty four A. C. and died twenty eighty three. Do the math. Let's so go. That's thirty nine years old.
2: Wow, it's so even younger than forty. All right.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay, so my point takes a hit. <laughs> a little bit there, <laughs> but. Yeah. Uh, what other stuff? What other stuff is there? So, I don't know.
1: So I just read, I just, I'm just. i just looking through Game of Thrones stuff, and by that I mean literally anything on Facebook right now. Um, but I just saw somebody said uh, somebody posted this saying, like, so am I tripping or would it have been ten times better if John demanded trial by combat and fought Grey Worm for his freedom? How
2: fucking awesome would that have been? <laughs> that's, that's the thing. Everybody has better ideas of what should have happened after watching the episode and thinking about it for ten minutes. That's why people are upset. <laughs> yeah. That would have like, been really cool. Like, what what part of the story does John murder Daenerys, and he comes out, and Grey Worm's like, "So, how are things?" And he's like, "Uh, yeah, everyth- everything's fine in there with Daenerys. I'm just gonna leave now." And Grey Worm's not like incredibly suspicious about this, and doesn't just off him right there. Well, what, so, what's what,
1: weird is that the Unsullied captured him when they already proved to be completely ruthless. They would
2: have just fucking yeah. killed him on sight. Um, well, they're they're executing Lannisters in the streets because Daenerys told them to. What would they mm-hmm. do to the person that they basically consider their god? Right. Or the person who killed the person they consider to be their god. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. There's a million different things in here that could have it, been better if you just think about it for 10 seconds. Like, the end result I'm okay with. Even
1: even Bran being king, I'm, I'm okay with it. I just don't Ugh. like the the major gap. Like, the entire episode. At least one episode that was missing. Like Danny dying should have been the end of the episode, and there should have been a seventh episode of just what the fuck happened next, instead of just like skipping like two months later, you know? Like, hey, two
0: weeks later. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, and without even really giving you the sense that time has passed. They're like, well,
1: uh, well they just, dead gave,
2: they just and gave everybody a beard. Tyrion's beard was longer. Yeah, they, they okay. just <laughs> gave everybody they just gave everybody a longer beard. Time. And they're
1: like, they're like, look, this guy's obviously been sitting. And they that one thing they're well. To credit, I mean, obviously, I don't think anybody's complaining about this, but man, they are really good at that kind of stuff. Tyrion and John looked like shit at the end of that stuff because they looked like they'd been sitting in prison for you know five months. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then the Olds contrast are, uh, of how good all the high lords looked and stuff, and it's all pampered, and they're like war because they're living in peacetime versus John and Tyrion mm-hmm. who were still stuck and not in peacetime. It was that was a cool contrast. Yeah.
2: I I I I'm, I'm cherry picking trying to find the good stuff guys. <laughs> I don't know yeah. th- there's plenty of good stuff. The acting is insane. Like it's insanely good. Everybody is hmm. doing the best with the writing that they have. I have no complaints about anybody's ability to portray their character on the screen. That's hmm. beautiful. The set pieces are gorgeous. The CGI is incredible. That scene we drill Drogon's under that pile of snow and just like rises up and shakes himself off. That was incredible.
0: Not not snow. Technically, that
2: would be ash. Sorry, ash. You're right. <laughs> it is ash. Uh, yeah. but yeah, amazing stuff. So good. Like so many people work their butts off here, and it's just like the writing can't keep up, and it's just disappointing. That's all. It makes me sad. Great
0: show. Can't wait for the uh, prequels. It's gonna be fun. Prequels, prequels will be good. Um, it's gonna have
1: a Hobbit to Lord of the Rings feel. You know, Lord of the Rings movies super good. Hobbit movies not bad. Mm, bad. No, like, bad. okay, they're bad, but they weren't. They weren't. They, like, if the if the Lord of the Rings didn't exist, I probably would have enjoyed them a lot more.
2: Uh, sure. I don't, I don't know. know, man. There's anybody asking for a love triangle between elves an and elves, a Hobbit and a freaking dwarf? No, anybody. No, nobody was like, "This is my favorite thing." Okay, there is somebody uh, that actually. No, had no. kind of Rule Fifty for writes this their time, own right? slash fiction <laughs> porn. Um, hmm. So yes, those people. But everybody else was like, "No, we're we're good without this. We don't need that." Yeah. Have you seen Overwatch comics? They they wanted it. <laughs> 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 I love I love that aspect of Overwatch, and I love that their reaction to being told that hey, every one of your characters is in tons of porn on the internet was we're gonna make a hamster character. Have fun with that, Reddit. Yeah, and guess what? <laughs> they had fun with it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: you love, can't that, win. That they're one of the. They're one of the people who they came out. They they came out that like Soldier Seventy Six was gay, you know. And yeah. everybody was so like like people. I, why do people get so upset about this? Why does it matter? Well, There's no plot to upset this upset, or they're like
2: over the moon excited about it like there's a lot of emotion around it right
1: but like but I'm I think the people who are over the moon excited about it good for them they're happy who cares the people who are upset about it it's like why does this make you why does it matter um in Apex Legends one of the one of the main like the original heroes um was um everybody thought it was a man voiced by a woman who's actually a trans woman um (laughs) and then the character is trans and everybody you know and everybody's really upset about it I don't. Did you guys already talk about this in another podcast or something? I don't know. Um, We have never talked about Overwatch
2: once, I don't think. Except when they got the hamster. We did talk about that. Okay, okay.
1: But anyway, I had friends who were like, why this is so dumb, it's so fucking unnecessary, pardon my French. Like, what? This is so ridiculous. And I'm like, this does does not affect your life at all, or the gameplay. There's no plot to this game. (laughs) There's zero plot to this game. (laughs) It does not affect your gameplay experience at all, if all of a sudden this character is gay, you know trans an alien not an alien like that none of that affects it it's like oh cool i like this person's guns that's that affects the gameplay you know
2: well that's maybe that's it right there is no story why does it matter who this character wants to have sex with i don't care right
1: they're 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 why are you telling me about this just appealing to the fact that they like in overwatch it makes a lot of sense because they have the big fan fiction things so they're like everybody's made this character gay do you know what we're just going to give it to you guys sure he's gay and then, and, yeah. the, and that crowd's like yeah. Then there's like there's like fifteen dudes on Reddit who are like this is bullshit. You know like what? It <laughs> doesn't matter.
2: <laughs> well, that's it. I mean, I don't know. Sure, there's always going to be people who are upset that the minority gets representation in things. We're never getting rid of it. Right. I just don't see much like reason to get worked up about them getting worked up. Is my personal opinion. That's on
0: the, it. that's a good point. Yeah, I like I couldn't care. Like which way a character wants to do it and with what, right? <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> but the reason why it matters to some people, there's always going to be someone who it matters the opposite way, right? Like there's going to be the people who love that stereotype of I'm an old grizzled veteran military dude, and they just don't see them like they see themselves as like role playing that character when they play seventy six, and but they don't see themselves as gay, and that's suddenly a problem for some reason.
2: Hmm. Yeah, yeah, because I they no totally longer identify as much of that character
0: it's the same reason in reverse when when people from the like LGBTQ alphabet community get together and be like well, uh, fucking, what's her name Trace is gay isn't that great, look we have representation they all feel empowered and great because yeah. of it because they can relate to that character more and it's the opposite for those people that are getting mad when Soldier 76 is gay because they're like, oh now I don't relate to this character
2: yeah yeah, that makes sense to me. No, like, like, man, there's only, God, that, no, there's, the, there's
1: no straight male characters I can relate to anymore. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> these guys don't exist in video games.
2: We're underrepresented. <laughs> well, no, it's not a matter of being underrepresented. I know. It's,
0: it's 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 a matter of being represented in the game you play, right?
2: Yeah. I don't know. Right I mean I don't know right. this is just my white male in this talking but like I don't feel represented by anybody at all in any right. kind of popular culture yeah because I don't feel the need to be represented because like Duddle said there's enough of it out there that it doesn't matter be, I think almost, the reason is because you're so you're much of
1: oversaturatedly it. represented right yeah. to where it's, whereas, it does it beyond doesn't matter
2: whereas hmm. if John Wick was the only white male protagonist of any movie I'd seen in the last five years i would be like John Wick is my guy right I mean he is my guy. But he be more, my guy. Man, yeah. It's only did, three. Did you see the I new John Wick? That? Sure did. Yeah. Did you? I no. did not. Duddles. Duddles. Oh, Duddles. Look, I, 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 I have
1: a my kid has pneumonia. Like it, I don't have time to go see movies right now.
2: I, does your kid <laughs> sleep? Yeah, yeah, pretty well. But I it's, Okay. But well, like that's mo- that's movie time, Donalds.
1: Yeah, yeah. But then I also I also mm.
2: sleep. Well, um, see, here's the thing: there are things you can sacrifice sleep for, and I put John Wick three on that list. Yeah, I went and saw it at ten at night because I was like, "Gotta see uh, John Wick 3.
1: I watched In Game twice in theaters, <laughs> so I I, I feel you.
2: Yeah. See, that's pretty uh, good
0: too. I I also put off sleep for John Wick. Uh, in retrospect, I probably wouldn't have if I'd never... Entered-
2: <laughs> Interesting. You didn't have like a... I, I enjoyed the movie. I just don't think it was putting off sleep worthy. Were you surprised it wasn't putting off sleep worthy, or were you like, this is what I expected? I shouldn't have made that decision. What was I thinking?
0: I don't know. Coming out of it, I felt tired by all the action. <laughs> right, I like well, I, I, I felt fair. physically exhausted, like watching
2: someone go through that much physical activity. <laughs> 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 that is the first worldest thing of all time. I watched a fictional character on a huge screen make a ton of, like, go through a ton of physical activity and I'm tired now. Right. That's amazing.
0: I can relate it's to that, th- though. Th- th- there was never a break for my eyes to be like, okay, I don't need to be paying hyper specific attention to something. Because I want to see all that. And I don't want to miss it And I want to be like Okay that was cool
2: There are totally conversations Where nobody dies in that film Right Multiple right. But it,
0: but the action Lasts for like 20 minutes In a row There are the longest like, Action set
2: pieces of all time Yes
0: <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm it's, so excited
2: to see it uh, You should Yeah. I
0: mean it's a good movie I, I mean the first
2: it. two Were phenomenal Super so yeah. good I think the third yeah. is as good I don't think it's better But I think it's as good I mean the
1: first one You can't beat the
2: first one No I, don't know. I think the first one's probably the best of them.
0: Yeah,
2: in what way? I, did,
0: uh, I think
1: it was because it was a new thing. It was the first time to see Keanu Reeves be that gritty, um, mm. and and that like I mean he's always been kind of badass, but it's always been very CGI. And this one, it was like he was just so it just it was just so believable. You know, I think that's what I love the most about the first two, is that he mm. really did that shit. Like that's like those shots would have he would have made those shots that he made. He would have killed the people with a pencil. Like it was it was really, 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 really well done.
2: And just felt <laughs>
1: real, despite it being so like impossible odds the whole time.
2: Um, super, super impossible odds right, like, You don't okay. think it ever cross over the line of like There's no way he survived this, what the crap Yeah, like,
1: but I mean, and things happen Like he's not like being thrown out of like Eight story buildings, story high buildings And like get, having a bomb go off I mean, he gets shot and stuff But like it's in, they're not lethal It's like, and I feel like he looks like He's exhausted as he would be throughout all of it
2: You know it's, it's But just, it's just the, if one person's in a gun battle With five people The One person survives that About 0% of the time In real life Yeah Right Yeah Okay That's true I just think that's the thing That's the thing Is like there are There are times too I catch in these films Where like Somebody with a gun Is behind John Wick And instead of shooting They like Come up real close to him and let him grab their arm And throw him around Right. It's like hold on hold on a second I couldn't see you when you were back there but there was a time You were standing behind him a good distance away And you could have shot him in the head and you chose to close Within grapple range instead what is happening Right so there's definitely some of that Going on
1: yeah you know And that that's that's I'm sure that's
2: True but like I mean I guess the
1: realism of just how he Is not necessarily how the Odds really behave so maybe maybe I should um, edit my previous my previous opinion on it but um but okay so so related to something um do you get do you guys watch the netflix daredevil series at all
2: i've I seen did. season one and so, some of season two season, and then foggy got really on my nerves and i left y-
1: yeah it gets a little rough all the netflix marvel stuff got pretty rough but um because this is kind of like the opposite of, of the other of of uh game of thrones where it's like it's actually it's the acting is what's bad here the writing's pretty good but the acting real bad um <laughs> <laughs> but um so but the the actor who plays double, it's actually season one he has like a, the hallway fight scene it was like the iconic yes fight the scene. hallway fight scene oh is fantastic. my god mm-hmm. you are just i am exhausted watching that because i mean you can just you, you can feel he every single punch he takes he Shows it, and he, like, is slower afterward, but he's just such yep. a tough son of a bitch. Like, that's what it would look like for a guy to be able to beat up 11 people. Like, a normal person who's just, like, I guess has borderline superhero just abilities, you know? That's mm. what it would look like. It, it would, mm-hmm. he, and he has to go to the hospital afterwards, you know? Like, that's, it's real-ish. Yes. It's as real, it, that, it felt, it felt like it happened. Versus, you know, the Avengers, which is like, oh, well, what's your power? I'm from another planet, so uh, punching me and shooting me doesn't do anything. It's like, okay, like It's it's still fun, <laughs> but it doesn't have that, like, oh, I can totally, like, I can imagine being in this situation, and that first punch would have knocked me out, and it kind of knocked that guy out, but he got up because he's just tough. <laughs> you know, like, that's that's <laughs> his superpower. He's just
2: really tough.
1: <laughs> he's <just> really <laughs> dedicated right. to not dying.
2: Yeah, and there is a certain level of Okay, I can believe this character is just an incredibly stubborn person With maybe some genetic predisposition to being able to take damage And like ignore pain to a certain level mm-hmm. So yeah, I totally get that And there's some of that going on with John Wick too He gets noticeably tired over time There's a lot more hand-to-hand fighting in the third one Than I th- remembered in the first two
1: I know Kung Fu
2: Yeah, a lot of it Like knife fights and punching and chains and stuff so. I actually got to the point where I was like Is he ever going to shoot anybody? There's so much hand to hand in the first like 20 minutes That I was like I, I kind of missed the guns a little bit Then they get on the guns and we're good Yeah, yeah. that anyway. happens yep. It does So yes, how did we end up here from Game of Thrones I, that, that's, that's, what what I, that's what
1: I like about this podcast <laughs> It's my favorite part it's of those places
2: It's a little rambly <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, that's my big complaint about Game of Thrones Is that the plotting just felt like They weren't quite sure how to get to the places they needed to go Nothing felt quite right They put Bran on the stupid throne for stupid reasons Because he has The best story, according to Tyrion What the crap reason is that? Why does that mean he's going to be a good king? Also, his story is garbage He got pushed out of a window when he was a kid Broke his back, got dragged north of the wall Became the Three-Eyed Raven, got dragged south of the wall Did jack all for a couple years And now he's king no, that's not the best story That's a garbage story Everybody else who was sitting there had a better, better story than he did Roar. So I don't know I just if we've, given, if we've been given a sense that like Bran is capable of seeing problems That are coming for Westeros And heading them off Like preventing wars because you sent a diplomat To this city at this time You know what I mean? Then oh. sure, it makes total sense He's just this practical ruler who just seeks to make Westeros as peaceful as possible And no, he's not a people person and no, he can't schmooze and do things, but he solves problems in other ways with his magic three-eyed raven powers. Give us a tiny bit of that, and I feel much better about it. Like, I read this, uh, somebody did just a, you know, a fan fiction take of Brand's rule, and it's that. It's basically like, there were no major wars, there were some skirmishes here and there, but overall, when he was in charge, he was just able to kind of nudge things around, to where there were no major famines and no major wars And the people kind of lived a generally peaceful life overall And it was a better, uh, better experience by far than it had been under the previous few kings I was like, okay, if that's what they gave us, I feel much better about that But they didn't They're just like, this boring dude is in charge now, bye and sure it'll turn out great Yeah, they're just like, we oh, hope right. we're going to have some good spinoffs No, there are no spinoffs of Bran the Broken <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> not happening also, how mad are you at Tyrion if you get named Brand the Broken from before you were even crowned king? That's incredible. Come on, Tyrion. Throw him a bone. He's already paralyzed. You already can't have kids, by the way, Sansa. Thanks for yeah, making that like public. I love the memes <laughs> about the Sansa. I <laughs> <laughs> think Brand would be the best king. His dick don't work, though. <laughs> <laughs> He's
1: like, it's yeah, thanks a lot, cold. Sansa, you fucking bitch. Sorry, I'm being very inappropriate, guys. I'm, I'm wildly... Too much vulgarity,
0: I apologize um, Actually, We'll
2: put a uh, not-for-kids stamp on this one Yeah uh,
0: uh, All of the podcasts are labeled explicit in the iTunes client, by the way Oh, they are? Okay, that, oh. that
1: makes me feel slightly better So we're good then It's, it's just, I and you you don't use very much vulgarity, do you, Mr. Paladin? Mm, not when I'm being recorded,
0: no. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna spice in some swear words that I've got uh, clips saved of following Excellent
2: away. Spice in there. Got a folder of Falcon Swears. That's pretty good. <laughs> you just, just uh, throw anyway. it
1: randomly where it doesn't
2: make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> well so look. Here's the thing. So say you're Yara. I read this earlier today. Danny promised you independence if you helped her, and you did, right? And then John Stark kills her. And John's brother gets made king. And Jon's sister gets her independence in the north Like how mad are you if you're Yara at this point That you're subject to a freaking Stark After he killed your queen and you don't have your independence But he was happy to give it to his sister when she asked for it So mad, so mad if you're Yara Poor Iron Islands man, they just can't catch a break
0: (laughs) Yeah I mean, yeah That was one of the things that I was like Okay, Yara's mad about something I don't really quite get it
2: yeah, and that was so it. Well. She had just pledged yeah. her support to Danny. Danny made her promises, and now Danny got assassinated by a Stark. No. And now we're going to make a Stark King.
0: And so. It's interesting that Danny would make the promise to give the Iron Islands freedom, but Sansa couldn't make that deal with her in Winterfell for the North. How come? Why not? Because they, they hate each other.
2: The Starks no. and the Greyjoys have
1: always been.
0: The
2: Iron great. Islands no. are not the North. Sansa, as Queen of the North, has no ability to give them independence no, 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 no. of anything.
0: No, no. No, but when Sansa and Danny were talking, and she was like, "What about the North?" Yeah, right. It was yeah. I, I. from what I because I haven't seen that episode. It was like expected that Sansa was going to bend the knee for the North under Danny, but Danny oh, was going was... to give the Danny was going to give the Iron Islands back to the Greyjoys.
1: Yeah, well, the the, the Iron she Islands don't provide nearly as much of the kingdom as the North does. The North is a huge piece of that. I mean, out of the seven kingdoms, the North is probably the biggest one.
2: It's by far the biggest. Dorne, maybe, but the North is huge. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Dorne, yeah, but uh, Dorne and the North—they're both kind of like that wasteland, sort of large, but where it's like
2: you. Well, and- that's the other thing is Dorne was never like. Dorne fought super hard for their independence for a very, very long time, and only recently became part of the Seven Kingdoms. And they're going around the room, and then Prince of Dorn's like, "Sure, whatever. Like, we <laughs> we don't need our independence. We're not even going to mention that we want oh. to be independent, like we were for our entire existence." So this, they were last,
1: but they were still the original, the the Targaryen, the original Targaryen invasion. Dorn Dorn was part of that. So mm. all seven no. were united. Um. Like Aegon, the what the whatever, the first, the, the conqueror, whatever. Yeah. Um, he got Dorne too.
2: No, I don't think he did. Not at first. Because the whole point is that Dorne is basically Afghanistan. You show up with your traditional armies, good luck conquering it. It's desert and mountains. All right. So, yeah, that's it. Dorne was a sovereign kingdom before the invasion of Aegon the Conqueror. Uh, and weathered his attack to remain independent afterwards. The only one of the seven kingdoms to retain its independence, it ended up, up joining the seven oh. kingdoms through peaceful marriage alliance two centuries later. Wow, only a hundred years before Robert's Rebellion. And that's, yeah, yeah,
1: and it's through yeah, and that's right, that's right, and that's whenever they that's when they made like the 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 pools and the groves and every other orange farms or whatever it was because it, they did that for the bride, and um. She ended up being like an amazing like like Dorn fucking loved her. God, I need to stop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had a long day at work. And Fine. Out,
2: like,
1: complete sailors. Do you, do you need to uh, <laughs> blow up some steam? No, no, this is I guess this is me blowing up steam, talking about Game of Thrones getting really, really uh passionate about it and dropping F bombs
2: extremely unnecessarily. Perfect. Um All right. see, but that's the reason that the Martel, um was in King's Landing. Was she married the Mad King because that's the alliance between Dorne and the rest of the kingdoms, and King's Landing. And he then when the Mad- uh, one of the Cause Martells, the, the Mad- Oberyn's sister, because the
0: Mad King also married his sister and had yes. Danny and stuff from that. So I'm just wondering how many people did he
2: marry. Or the Targaryens like a- are messed up. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean that's that's the whole uh, that's Oberyn Martell's storyline is his sister got massacred. Uh, got raped and murdered by the mountain When uh, Tywin invaded and burned King's Landing And he is mm. mad about that So he came north to basically get revenge On the Lannisters for that they, You never conquer Dorne Dorne's the only nation to actually take down a dragon At least before Big Crossbow hmm. uh, Yeah They basically got lucky Is <laughs> At least the full grown dragons In the stories were impervious to anything that anybody could throw at it basically their uh, their scales were as thick as steel plates so they're just ping 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 they're flying through hail so just like giant arrows and rocks and stuff no big deal but one arrow randomly out of the eighteen thousand that they shot at these dragons hit one through the eye into the brain and killed it like one in a million shot and that's how you took down a dragon back then and that's uh, the only time that anyone before Danny actually killed a full-grown dragon, it was a lucky shot, and it was Dorne. Basically, they were just nomadic. Like, you'd show up to take a city, and everybody would be hiding in the mountains, and, like, you couldn't find them. It was, it was very, very Afghanistan. Very intentionally so. Fair enough. There is no central government to conquer, and then you're in charge. Everybody's just non-centralized.
1: Did you guys see this, by the way? I just thought you not have to talk about it. Um, it's a husky thing, but did you all see the husky drama from yesterday? No. There's... M-
0: but I
2: didn't... I don't know man.
0: I uh I did see it was uh, the Muslim tweeting about how he's going to go on hiatus for six years and then he will come back and explain why he did
2: it. <laughs> I did see that. I didn't realize what he was talking about. I was so, like the Muslim so What are you on about?
0: I don't
1: know everything about it, but um so <sighs> Husky, you know, made a video but it was I think it was kind of to address why he left. But instead of addressing why he left and that's what these guys had a podcast and ended up becoming uh, you know, lag T V and uh, what is it, Nova Um, Yeah, Nova War. So the lag, the lag TV thing.
2: um. Wait, where's lag? How's lag TV involved? I'm very confused. So they made a podcast. They they
1: had you know like a live podcast they were doing.
2: Maximus Black and Nova War have a podcast. They did. Apparently,
1: they're sitting in the same room talking, and and this came up, and they start talking about it. And they and now like if you watch the whole thing. It's not a negative Husky. It's, like, they don't like his video, and then they make fun of other people in the video, and, yeah, they get a little rude. And so Husky clips, like, everything they said that was, like, pretty toxic or rude or whatever, um, just about, you know, how people are dressed and just, like, judging people based on the way they look and and calling all these people fake and stereotypical. And I mean, they're being pretty rude. But, like, and he's like, man, these guys are toxic. And, 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 uh, and Nova War... All of his tweets. I mean, he saves face really well. He's like, "Look, I'm not saying we're nice. I'm not saying that what we said doesn't make us assholes." Um, but it, I don't know. It, it was it was an interesting more like I showed up to work and I I had about an hour to kill before I could push something live. Just had to wait for certain people to get there. So it was a phenomenal read while while doing so. That 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 tweet chain was was pretty good. I don't know, but it was it's weird to see like husky drama happen, especially with lag TV. You know, like these It's like these Kind of old school guys Coming back And just having a little bit Of a flame war on Twitter Was was really kind of surreal
2: Yeah, I like I don't know I like those guys I like Lag TV quite a bit Yeah I've tried to talk to them About doing some cooperative stuff But can't get a hold of them at all So I'll keep trying But uh, Yeah, I remember watching them Back before I started my channel For sure I like them quite a bit But I don't know YouTube drama has never really Gotten my attention No matter who's involved Really mm-hmm. I am interested to know what Husky said his reasons for leaving were. He's never really done that before. And so they addressed that in the podcast that it's like, he
1: didn't really talk about that very much. I mean, he did. It was pretty much like medical reasons. His, his voice was like getting destroyed. Um, I think his doctor told him to stop her. I don't know. I don't know. Um, sure. I'm I'm kind of, I'm, you know, hearsay, whatever, but pretty much what he did was address like some haters that are out there. And that was like the point of it was to address the haters and what they did is like picked all like the really poorly written like stupid things that like were like versus the people who actually provided like genuine hey like you didn't have to do this stuff like you take away content that you gave to us and yeah we understand it's your channel i don't really want to get into all of this you know but i mean like it was <laughs> like that that was their criticism was like you're, you're addressing the wrong stuff yeah. and and that was not what husky pointed out he only pointed out the fact that there, people were making fun of like his haircut which mm. which Boy, did they make fun of his haircut! They absolutely tore into him about it. Sounds about right for them.
2: Yeah. I mean, have you seen it? <laughs> <laughs> but, but have you seen it? No, but I get,
1: I got both sides of it because what they said was like really. I mean, it was, it was hard, it was cruel, it was just kind. Not, I'm not gonna say ignorant. It was just, it was definitely over the line. It was unnecessary. But they also said they also complimented him a lot and praised him, and you know, so like he. It, to only include I understand why they're upset is because like why didn't you include like any like you just you just filtered out the absolute worst things we said without any of the contextual how we got there because how they got there wasn't it really did not make Husky look bad it was just a criticism of what he the way that he went about doing some things which was objective criticism and then then they also yeah. after they were done at that they're like yeah but how about his stupid haircut what a hipster <laughs> you know
0: I bet he drinks like said, green smoothies. Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> ah, good times, good times on the YouTube dramas. Yeah. There have been a bunch of that recently. I really try not to pay attention to it at all. Yeah, it's a good thing. Ugh. I don't know. There's just it never ends, and it doesn't have any effect on me, and I just don't generally care. And I hope with all of my heart I never get dragged into any of it. And so far, I've done a great job just by being small. I think so. Good job staying small. Yeah, you're so tiny. <laughs> yes, comparatively.
1: So I, whenever I tell people on my team, like we get new members and stuff, and I was just in voice chat with some guys laddering, and I was like, all right, I'm going to go do a podcast. And i are like, oh, who are you doing a podcast with? And I was like, Falcon Paladin. And they're like, oh, my God, you're doing a podcast with Falcon Paladin? And I'm like, and then other people are like, oh, humble brag duddles. And I'm like, I, I forget that like my <laughs> other team isn't also part of this community. It's like, this guy is super cool. Like He talks to anybody who wants to <laughs> talk to him. It's not... <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's cool that I'm doing it, but it's not like a... Like, honestly, all you have to do is join his Discord and be like,
2: what's up, Falcon Paladin? And Falcon Paladin's mm. going to be like, hey, man, how are
1: you today? You know, like, it's not...
2: Uh, and uh, honestly, if some rando was like, I want to be on your podcast, I'd be like, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, right, like, we'll try um, you out. Um, we do record it, and we might just scrap everything you say and, and edit all of it out, but uh, we'll talk Somicron
2: to you for might do some filtering, but I probably won't. Right.
0: <laughs> I mean... Falcon, if you want to invite anyone to your podcast, you <laughs> go right ahead. If you, you want to invite people to my podcast, <laughs> that's a whole other story.
2: Entirely fair. Um, <laughs> I spoke and, too soon and I, I apologize that I
0: did not
1: include that it was it was whenever I spoke to my team that it was not also that it was not Somicron's, uh podcast because it is, and that makes me that, uh, that makes me a
0: douche. I'm sorry. It's fine. Uh, I do find it amusing that I haven't quite realized there's no velvet rope around him yet.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely not. I'm fully capable of walking into a 7-Eleven and having nobody recognize me. It's kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> I do it all the time. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's, yeah good. it's a good same. life skill. But you also,
1: for a long time, you didn't do... I mean, we. I've covered this like twice with you already, but... I mean, you did not. You were not the person to put your face on on your stuff. You oh, it's all Correct. voiceover. Um, yep. So I still
2: have people that are like, "When's your face reveal, Falcon?" And I'm like, "Are you serious? Right. <laughs> 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 all right. Fine. So um, I get it. You don't know that Twitch exists. So it's cool. on Twitch three times a week at least. Yeah. Um, mm. Do you? So
1: ha, you haven't gone to a WCS event, have you? Or nope. like in, any StarCraft event? Nope. Got like, do you think? You know, people would recognize you. Yeah, probably. Like it would be pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, maybe people would. Not maybe not a lot Some. of people. And then once people found out, hey, because like what how, like whenever I met nice username, um, it yeah. wasn't because I saw a nice username and saw oh hey that's nice username. It was because somebody right. came up to me and said hey that guy over there that's nice username and I was like oh my god <laughs> you know like and of course I went and approached <laughs> him and talked to him and he was super cool. Um, but then there's other people who. You know, uh, you know, like obviously Harston walked to the room, and I was like, "Holy crap, you're six foot five <laughs> You know.
2: <laughs> yes, very true.
1: Uh, but I would, I think, I I would be excited just to hear your story of going to one of these events and what you thought of it and and everything. And usual, well, some I don't know how often they do. Um, I know there are star there are StarCraft events in Australia. I just don't think that, uh, looks, that obviously there's not WCS in Australia, and that
0: that yeah, sucks. But nah. there's a lot of like smaller group things. The problem is they're often in another city, and it's like I don't think I can get out there in like a two weeks' notice and book a flight in a hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like I'd go there, and I, I'm not also not very familiar with a lot of the people in the Australian smaller scenes. Yeah. It's like I've heard of some of the big pro players. I've you know I know Pig, Maynard, Mooglade, uh, Zeph, those kind of people. But I go out there, and it's like, well, all right, now I'm just watching Starcraft with strangers. <laughs> Right, uh, and that, it can be fun. I'm just not a very sociable person, unless I like already know someone there. Right, I, uh, that would that would really help.
1: I could introduce you to two people
0: that would be there. You know, uh, who? Ice and Lunith. Yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, look, it's in my plans to eventually go to a proper WCS event. Um. Yeah, hopefully you can make it to Ukraine because apparently they're all just gonna be there from now on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that was disappointing. I was really hoping there'd be like a. Dreamhack or something Like in Austin That I could go
2: to Oh my god I would we be could, there I
1: would've been there We would've met We would've hung out We would've had fun
2: That, yeah. that was my hope But uh, apparently, not. apparently Austin, not Austin's my best bet too For sure So yeah
0: and It was either that Or BlizzCon and then BlizzCon tickets went on sale, and we sold that in like four seconds. Yeah,
1: I thought I, I never know. I find out like the next day, people are like, "Hey, does anybody want? Um, does anybody want BlizzCon tickets? Like, I have extra." And I'm like, "Oh my god, they're already sold out!" And I'm like, "Yeah," and I already sold mine. I'm like, "No." Yeah.
0: There's,
1: and I always I think know. there's always to next that. year. How much? How much are BlizzCon tickets? Like,
2: uh, hmm, not resell. You can't get them.
0: How much were BlizzCon tickets?
2: <laughs> not are. Yeah, Uh, that's the thing. If you can't get them, they might as well be all the money. $200? And that's really not outrageous, in my opinion. That's
0: more than I expected. There are three options this year the BlizzCon Pass, 230 USD, the BlizzCon Portal Pass, 550, or the BlizzCon Benefit Dinner Pass, 750. In 2018, it cost 200. So it's 230 this year.
2: Dang. Which.
0: That's US, which would be like 350 375 for Australia. It goes up for me. 363 And then I need flights, hotels. Uh, it's um, not cheap flights either. It's a lot of money to go to. I should just become a caster, and then Blizzard will uh, pay me to fly out to uh, BlizzCon and cast it. That's how that works, right?
2: Yeah, that's how I get out there every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll just become a caster.
0: Yep. WCS caster. But, yeah, I'll just do that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Make me sad. Actually, I think BlizzCon is closer than Austin for me. So
1: it it would be, but it's also the difference between sixty dollars for the entire thing. Yeah. Um. Then you get a hotel that's going to cost you know like eighty dollars a night because it's Texas. Most uh, well, Austin's so maybe a hundred dollars a night, but um, if you want to be close. But at the same time, then you can also find people who you'll be okay rooming with. You know, that's what we we would have done i had you know my team we would get like eight guys in a room because we don't care um that's a lot of guys yeah yeah eight is too many that's what they like i, I stayed yeah. with my wife last year <laughs> or um and that was fun but we actually just went to arlington somewhat recently it was uh four guys total including myself and so there was i well, brought i brought a, a queen size like blow-up mattress and then there were two brothers and they slept in the same bed because it was like big big queen beds. And then another the the reason why I didn't want to sleep in the same bed as another guy cuz that would be ridiculous. It was a tiny room. Um he he was like night 1819. i was like I that's so no. No, I'm not going to do that. I've <laughs> never met this guy before. I'm not. So I brought my own bed. Um and honestly, it was so it was so not weird. Um you think that would be weird cuz a bunch of strange like I've met two I met the brothers one time in Austin. You think it would be weird that we'd say it, but like it's really the fact that we're all there for Starcraft, we're going to play in a tournament the next day it was it was actually a lot of a lot of fun um, but like that that's really not that wild of an idea and, and we paid like 20 dollars a person you know for the whole trip. Mm. oh wow well maybe maybe like you no know, I think it was like 30 bucks to do the tournament or something like that. It was, it was, I spent less than a hundred dollars not including gas to get there and back to be there like including my meals and everything it was like 120 bucks maybe tops tops it's not bad yeah for for a trip of just a going out and hanging out with some friends and playing starcraft and like like spinning an entire two days straight just not working and doing you know typical life stuff that was a lot of fun
0: that mm.
1: yeah. sound does sound
2: cool i want it yeah i need to set up one of those things in the future near future i hmm I need to plan something out. You've motivated me. I hope so, and I hope I can go to that same thing and meet
1: you and be like, "I'm Duddles," and you'll be like, "I, I kind of know. We've seen each other." And I'm like, "No, no, but it's me, Duddles. Really, I'm the real one."
2: <laughs> Come experience firsthand how uh, sweaty my hands get when I'm in public places. Yeah, right. <laughs> It's like I bet you
1: didn't think I was this short, which is oh, <laughs> everybody who meets me they're like, "Wow, you're short." And I'm like, "Really not? Like, I I just have a big personality on the internet. is all. It's not that I'm short. I'm sh- you I'm, uh, I'm, I'm five six. I'm I'm short. Five six and centimeters. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm five okay. six in American. That's... It's it's I'm small so, right. small average. You know, like and and people who don't know me already have who don't have an expectation they don't think I'm short you know like when somebody meets me in real life they're not like oh hey short guy you know but like it's whenever they meet me and they already know me they're like you're shorter than I expected
0: is what I get but you're not that short yeah right? I'm
1: not I'm, I'm not, not totally I'm about
0: it short I'm just it's just known that no. I'm short
2: you know Peter Dinklage N- not quite no I totally imagined you were six four. So yeah, this is a bit shocking to me. Did you really? No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I'm trying to think of the last time I imagine how tall anybody is, and I just don't bother. Like it's Are not you, something that I even think five, about. N- uh, <laughs> oh, you're guessing? Yeah. Yeah. No. I am five eleven and a half. That five half ten's is really close. I'm, I'm almost six, but I'm not six, and I'll okay. never, never be six. And I've come to terms with it. I think.
1: Yeah, right. I came, I came to terms with never hitting that 5'7 barrier a long time ago. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: that's it's funny, funny. Somakron, yeah. You are five nine. Uh, well, here's the thing. I need to do this more. Okay, I one sec, one sec. we know? One You're
1: 175
0: centimeters. Uh, did you say 175? Yeah, you did. Uh, a little, little, little larger than that. Um, 178. A little larger than that. Oh, geez. Are you really tall? I, I think the last time I measured, it, I at 182.
1: Oh, okay. That's actually not, Which okay. 5'9". Okay. Oh, so, yeah, I said 5'9".
0: <laughs>
1: that's still 5'9". 178, Three, eight. <laughs> 182, it's all, they're both 5'9". <laughs>
2: Hold on, how are you on Reddit, Salmacrawl, you don't understand freedom units yet? Nobody talks in, in, like, meters and stuff over there
0: Lots of people do,
2: yeah Okay, I guess maybe the subreddits that I'm on, know
0: I mean, I, I don't know All right. Maybe I don't Fair use a Reddit as much as you think
2: I do Maybe, I that's entirely possible That's the thing is like popular culture is so American that even though the metric system is better, I just kind of feel like it's never going to be the universal American standard because we've infected so many people with it.
0: Right. I, I, can I get? I want that engraved in your tombstone. The metric system is better. It, it, anybody it is who says it isn't
1: is ridiculous. Yeah, of course it is it's better. better.
0: I, I, I've spent a lot of time on the internet You might be the first two Americans I've ever heard Admit it <laughs> <laughs> but, well, That's because d- Americans are prideful well, Admit
1: it to somebody who isn't already also American I promise you every yeah. American to, the, to who speaks West, Any American who me- learns a metric system They're like wait It's all just based around 10 you know like <laughs> it's like yeah. wait that's super easy like I don't have to memorize anything you know and they're like yeah <laughs> so anyway uh 12 inches a foot uh three feet <laughs> a yard um and then beyond that I don't even know <laughs> it's just getting into things that I, I don't even know how many feet are in a mile because it's just not it's ridiculous it's a, how many feet are in a mile look, look yeah're look, go- look we're googling it how many how yeah. many um how many meters in a kil- or in a kilometer somicron Kilometer,
2: kilo, kilo, kilometer? kilo meter. kilometer,
0: kilometer, kilometer. <laughs> yeah, it's a thousand, right?
1: Because that makes yeah. sense. Because that's an obvious, that's an obvious metric to use. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and the answer is seventeen hundred and sixty yards to a mile.
1: Yards? How about feet? We'll just multiply that by three.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, I suppose. <laughs>
1: See, and which is super easy. You can just do that right in your head. <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I sure can. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely
1: not using the calculator right now. No. Five thousand two hundred and eighty. Yeah, that doesn't even—that's not even like ringing a bell of like that's the right number.
2: I will defend Fahrenheit though. Fahrenheit is better than Celsius. Uh,
0: Fahrenheit's more precise.
2: Yeah, that's why <clears throat> it's better. It is. So better.
0: It, it, it's, it's not more precise. You know why? Because we have decimal points. You can just make it more precise. Right, but the integer. the no such thing as more precise okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, the, sorry, the integer that's value is, of
1: Fahrenheit is more
0: precise than the integer value of Celsius. It is. All right, well, if you're going to use the words integer, like stuff that I don't
2: know, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> He's just saying that the Fahrenheit temperature scale covers a wider range of like human experience temperatures than mm-hmm. Celsius does.
0: Okay, that's a perfectly valid argument. Except okay. I don't put any value in it, so I don't think it's legitimate. Oh. Right? I don't think human experience is at all like worthy of anything when it comes to wow. Your, uh, to measuring temperature.
2: Human experience invalid. He's like, yeah, I actually for
0: Kelvin. <laughs> <laughs> Look, however, innovation measures his core temperatures. <laughs> that's how I think. <laughs>
2: you think he'd. Like, think where the mods would ban you from his Twitch if you ask him that question. <laughs> 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 it's enough so innovation nah. robot jokes
1: out. What I, I love when people, um, people, people are like, "Hey, what's up, innovation?" I was just hoping I could semicolon select star from build <laughs> <laughs> underscore orders <laughs> dash dash. <laughs>
2: I don't know that Twitch sanitizes their inputs. That might do some weird stuff. Yeah, like sequel injecting
1: Innovations <laughs> Twitch chat You know <laughs> Like hey I was It would I be your, oh so I appropriate Pick your brain about this Semicolon <laughs> like, fucking. Oh,
0: man. I, I've seen places that uh, That like I, The one that always sticks out is like A Kickstarter was collecting like names And shipping addresses for some rewards And someone would put out their name as like John semicolon drop table or whatever drop. Yep and little bobby tables. People are just, yeah, people are just tw- the, like the comedy was just tweeting out like, "Well, whoever thought that was funny, well done.
2: <laughs> you, you you did it. You dropped everything. <laughs>
0: congratulations, congratulations."
2: There it is. There's little bobby tables. That is an old XKCD, man. Wish there were date stamps on these. I could tell exactly how old it was, but it does not help you with that at all. But it's the 327th XKCD So, <laughs> and we're on um. A lot 2,152 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you yeah. really name this your, is one your son of my Robert? <laughs>
1: Robert single quote <laughs> In in, uh, <laughs> in parentheses Wrong. Like because it's, an, it's a select star From where in You know like Oh man this is so nerdy How many people actually get this joke?
2: That's the thing XKC doesn't care like if it's funny, it's funny. if you don't get it, figure it out. There's a forum dedicated to like helping people with this stuff, but yo,
1: <laughs> oh, yes, little body the author tables. doesn't care.
2: <laughs> and I hope you've learned to sanitize your database inputs. That's the real so thing, man. We have trouble with that at work sometimes, like uh, in JSON/n Slash N is new line, and we have that sanitized at three of the four levels and easy to be sanitized that, but it wasn't sanitized on the fourth one, so it broke everything. Oh man great. Just a slash n in somebody's password. That's all it took to like break things. In someone's password. Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> okay. Good time. I can see how that could be an issue. Yep. But what's,
1: what's also great about this is that their password was stored in plain text in the database.
2: Not stored, but processed and decrypted, yes. Not stored. Okay. Decrypted. Yeah. But how that, that still it?
1: hits the SQL level?
2: Yep. How? I don't know. It's not my stuff. I'd have to ask one of the devs. That's they deserved it. Yeah, no, they did, and they they were made fun of immensely for it, and they they knew, they accepted it, they accepted their mocking. <laughs> anyway, on that note, on sanitizing our SQL database inputs, I think we might be at time here, ladies and gentlemen. Just the time, yeah, gentlemen, pretty much, gentlemen.
1: I, I I can keep going for three more hours. I don't know about you guys. No, no, I I, I have to go to bed. Like it's yes. this is already.
2: And there is a length of podcast where certain people are like I'm not listening to that That's three and a half hours long Obviously the hardcore history guy doesn't have that problem But a lot of other people do
0: There's also a length of podcasts so long That my website says No you can't host that here Is
2: there? Have we hit
0: that? We have not How do you know? Because I know what that length is
2: Do they tell you?
0: Uh, they tell me in megabytes yeah Oh okay cool that's nice
2: Yeah yeah that was very nice of them. Not like make you try and then fail and then be like, by the way, that's well, all we can no, do. That, that,
0: that's how I figured it out. We, uh, oh. I was putting up something and it's like, this is too long. And I'm like, oh, how can I make it not long? And then I worked out how. Ah.
2: Yeah, well so done. Again. Well solved. Solved the problem. Solved, computer solved the computer guy. Problem. Yep. Solved the problem. Problem solved. Alright, cool. Well, that's going to be it. We'll have Duddles back For those of you who are like, I really was enjoying this I wish it was three hours. Look, we'll give you wanting more Okay? We're going to leave you (laughs) wanting more so the next time Duddles comes in You're like, yes, a Duddles pod It'll happen If you want more Duddles, tweet at us and tell us Or maybe talk to us on the Discord, whatever Either way Either way, I think that's going to be it from us Thanks for hanging out with us Duddles, do you have anything you'd like to, uh, to Plug real quick? Uh, no, I mean, Dank Shrine,
1: i I, hopefully tomorrow I might be doing, um, actually, I guess, yeah, that's tomorrow, holy shit, uh, holy, holy bejesus, I mean, sorry, guys. Uh, I mean, this I isn't actu-
2: coming out for, like, a week, so. Yeah, right, right, so by the time okay. this is
1: out, hopefully you will be able to see, I might be interviewing a nice username. Nice. Oh, very nice. Uh-huh.
2: Nice username. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. So, Dank Shrine, check it out on the interwebs. Duddles is a cool guy. Stuff he does is cool. Um, also you can as always Check out the, uh, the merchandise store That we have for the podcast and for the channel There's a Patreon you can subscribe to as well for the pod And until next time As always thanks for hanging out with us And you take care of yourself
1: I, I feel like we talked about quite a quite a bit